This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where you learn how to invest in real estate 365 days a year. I'm your host, Tyler. The following article comes from the blog at biggerpockets.com, but you can't read the blog when you're commuting to work or getting your Airbnb ready for your next guest. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Co-working isn't dead. How we created 500K in equity in one year by Chad Gallagher. WeWork's failed IPO created a lot of negative chatter about the co-working industry over the last few months. But alas, there is still a ton of potential for the co-working model to create real value for investors. A year ago, we decided to take on our first co-working project, and it really opened our eyes to co-working potential. Here is how co-working added real equity and profit to an office building, and why I still believe it's the future of office space. Co-working is alive and well. Here's proof. The project, which is owned by Matt and Liz Faircloth, started as a 12,000-square-foot traditional office building in Trenton, New Jersey. The office was roughly 80% occupied and averaging about 7 k per month in rent a year ago. It wasn't a bad investment for the owners, but we all believe there was upside in the building. First, it's a good location. The office is just off the main highway coming into Trenton. It's within walking distance to downtown Trenton, an improving urban ecosystem. The core building is a good size and it's unique. And there's even a great pizza place half a block away for a quick lunch. Mm -mm. Finally, this is actually a really big deal. There's a huge parking lot across the street. 
The parking lot is owned by a church, which means it's fairly vacant Monday through Friday. The church agreed to let anyone park in the lot who also volunteers with the church. It's pretty cool. So after putting our creative problem-solving hats on, here are the steps we took to turn the building into a co-working space. Co-working is more about creating a culture and less about expensive granite countertops. In fact, I want to highlight that the entire budget for this project was only $15,000. Here's how to turn an office building into a co-working space. Number one. First, we moved our property manager receptionist to the front of the building as opposed to inside an office. This gave the office building a presence at the front of the building. It also decreased the amount of chaos in the office. Number two, we thought the building needed a new name, so we changed the name to The Hive. I personally am a big fan of giving buildings and projects a name just to make it feel like a living, breathing thing. Number three, we wanted the office to have some fun things for tenants to do, but also wanted to keep it under the budget for the project. So we added an old-school arcade game player, a couple flat-screen TVs, and a ping-pong table in the central open area. Four, we typically use AppFolio to manage properties, but the tech is missing a few features that are important for co-working. So we changed technology from AppFolio to Nexudus, N-E-X-U-D-U-S, to better handle co-working tasks. The most interesting example is an easy-to-book conference room for all members. We also added a tablet next to the conference rooms to make it easy to book and see the schedule for each room. Number five, we repainted a couple of walls, adding a gray and yellow tone and some Hive logo signs, just to give it a more professional feel. Six, we created a real estate investing meetup held monthly in the central area to give the space more exposure. We followed that by encouraging other events to be hosted there, often at little to no cost. Number seven, in the central open area, we wanted more options for people to work. We added countertops to the sides of the central open space just to create additional high-top seating. We added a couple of desks for temporary or full-time work. And we added a couple comfy sofas for more relaxed working. Eight, when a tenant moved out of an office, we turned that into a sweet multimedia room. The space includes podcast recording tech to make it easy to record podcasts and videotaping for Facebook Live video creation. It's awesome. And number nine, there was a lot of requests for coffee. I love coffee. So we added a Keurig machine in the central area, but we also wanted the space to be fun, so we added a beer keg. It's amazing how many smiles you get from adding a keg and coffee to a room. <laughs> The results were slow and steady, but have transformed the economics of the building. The offices are now 96% occupied, with additional demand coming from the improved culture of the building. Five desks are rented, and we now have 10 new members of the building. All in, we now have 12K in monthly rent coming in each month. This equates to about 50K in positive cash flow, taking into account some additional costs. At a conservative cap rate, the extra cash flow will create, get this, 500000 bucks in additional equity. The long-term vision is to create a network of spaces like this across the Mid-Atlantic. We fundamentally think that open, innovative co-working spaces will continue to dramatically increase in the coming years to supplement traditional office rent income. 
That's today's show. We'll see you tomorrow. But in the meantime, check out the Bigger Pockets bookstore at biggerpockets.com/store. You can learn about flipping, rental properties, negotiating, note investing, burr, and more. Most titles are available as audiobooks too. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in 24 hours.